everyone and welcome to the Clearbooks podcast. Uh, my name's Tara and I work here in the events and marketing team at Clearbooks. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Clearbooks is a UK-based uh, business software provider. Uh, we provide cloud applications including accounting, payroll and HR, uh, allowing small businesses in the UK to save more time and money so they can focus on growing their business. Uh, so in today's podcast, I'll be speaking to Sam Parton from OpenPlay. Uh, Sam is a trilingual sports enthusiast uh, who has lived in and worked in both France and Ecuador. Uh, Sam was actually part of the launch team for the world's first neighbour-to-neighbour car rental service called Whipcar, which I'm told is a bit like Airbnb, uh, but for car users. Um, and Sam actually started OpenPlay as a side project um, during his last year at Whipcar, and then he left to pursue the company full-time. And in quite a short uh, time period, Sam's turned the company um, and managed to grow it organically to over 80,000 monthly users, which is very impressive considering there's no monthly marketing budget. So, uh, Sam, very nice to meet you this morning. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Um, just want to start, uh, really, uh, find out a little bit more about your business, um, why you started the business, and, and what you actually do at OpenPlay. Okay, sure. Um, so, OpenPlay was born out of frustration. I was uh, managing an under-15s football team um, and struggling to find venues to play at, um, often had uh, last-minute cancellations. Um, so, I found it, the whole experience a bit of a nightmare. Um, and at the same time, uh, regulating and getting enough players each week uh, was also a nightmare. One week we'd have kind of nine, maybe eight. The next week we'd have kind of 16. Uh, and I thought, um, this was back kind of in 2012, and I thought, well, you know, the internet has is de- has developed a lot and that this is something which uh, the internet could, could make a lot better. Um, and so I started researching it and uh, noticed that, it, I mean, it's, in- it's incredibly backwards. Um, and it still is, really. Um, hugely public sector dominated in terms of who manages sports facilities and activity provision. Um, and I thought, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to do something about it. And um, so, it was, as I say, it was born out of personal frustration and uh, I wanted to create something which, um, you know, would solve a, a personal problem and hopefully for a lot of other people. And uh, thankfully, it seems to be doing well, early days, but it still seems to be doing that. Brilliant. Yeah, so you're about three years in now, are you, to the business? Um, well, yeah, it's difficult to gauge really because, I, I, I mean, I actually quit Whipcar in February 2013 to pursue it full time. Right. But the way I actually started it was, um, as I said, was on the side. And I just created, um, using some developers, uh, offshore developers, very cheaply just created it, essentially a database and a really basic um, website and started just manually adding uh, venues into it. Um, and the first version was terrible, really was terrible, but it, it kind of, um, you know, I just did it in the evenings and on the weekends and, and it got it off you know, something up and off the ground and, um, and kind of went from there really. And um, what, what allowed me to really to, to, to leave Whipcar with the previous business was um, meeting my co-founder and a, a web developer and mobile developer um, to, to build a booking system to kind of actually make it into a business. Mm, they're always handy to have developers, aren't they? So uh, that sounds like a good plan. Um, so what would you say you particularly enjoy about working in the industry? So sort of recreational sports, I guess. Yes, exactly. Um, well, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's immensely challenging. I mean, trying to uh, kind of modernize um, and, and, you know, give an industry which has been so slow to kind of um, digitize a kick up the backside, really. Um, you know, it's, it's immensely challenging, but it's very rewarding because, um, 
you know, just by writing loads of lines of web code, what, what it's helping doing is um, connecting people, you know, to sports venues, to each other, to activities, and, and, and really generally saving a lot of other people time. So, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm so passionate about sport, it's just the thing that gets me up in the morning, but um, knowing that uh, working to do this kind of for other people um, and saving them a lot of hassle and time, I think, and even money, I think, I mean, you know, what's, what's better than that, really? It's uh, pretty easy to get up in the morning and work on it. Yeah, that, that's the, the sort of job you want if you can get it. So it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, great passion for the, the business that you work in. It's fantastic. Um, so you did sort of mention uh, something about the more uh, the way that the business is organized in general. I mean, how would you sort of differentiate yourself as a business from other similar businesses or, or aren't there any? Are you quite unique? Well, I think I've noticed there's a couple of people who, are, who I, I guess, in some ways have seen what we've done and are going, oh, well, that's quite a good idea. We should do that as well, which is you know, quite natural. Um, I think where we differentiate ourselves is um, going for the hardest part, which is, the, you know, the public sector and getting credibility with local authorities, um, you know, some of the sports bodies like Sport England. Um, really, really hard to do. Um, and it's often about kind of your, your brand image and building up rapport with them. And, and it's taken us a long time, I guess. Um, we won our first tender very recently with a local authority. And you know, anyone who's ever worked with a local authority knows how slowly they move. But if you look at sports provision, um, uh, you know, it, depending on which area of the market you go for, um, we've gone for the, you know, more of the recreational, the team sports, um, you know, in parks, schools, community sites, um, and to some extent leisure centres. And that's that differentiates us. I think pretty much everyone else I know is going for the fitness industry, which is uh, studios, um, you know, like you know, cycle um, classes uh, and private gyms, and um, so that's how we differentiate ourselves. And and I would say it's a lot harder um, what we're doing, but it, the impact uh, is 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 bigger um, in terms of you know the number of people who who use kind of the municipal areas. Mm. So, what would you say if if you could pick one one of the biggest challenges you found when you you were setting up your business? What would that be? Um, I think. Um, what, creating the initial uh, working booking system it was, was very challenging because we we kind of guessed how it might work and um, created something and it was hopeless and we had to go back to the drawing board um, and getting the first uh, paying customer um, that was you know a huge challenge and breakthrough really because um, it, we're, we're a marketplace and if you think about it when you start you're trying to tell people we can get you more customers but you don't even have any users, so it's quite it's a difficult sell. To you're kind of almost blagging it at the beginning, and um, I think that was a, yeah certainly the greatest challenge. So, who would you say was your biggest inspiration for well when you were setting up the business? Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to sound really corny, I guess, but um, I think that someone like Richard Branson really is because uh, he you know he took on British Airways. Uh, when he started, and to some extent with us, it feels like it, it's obviously not comparable. It, it feels like you know we're, we're taking on a, a very slow-moving incumbent industry, heavily public sector dominated. And um, I think the fact that he was able to you know do what he did, um, facing a massive great big company like that, I think is very inspirational. I think the likes of someone like uh, Elon, you know, some other entrepreneurs, but like someone like Elon Musk, I think you know, sent spaceships. Um, and how close he came to failure um, uh, doing that. I think you, know, you, you draw a huge amount of inspiration from them. And then obviously just, um, you know, I've, I've got uh, a friend who's who started the business from scratch and um, 
proved very successful. And uh, I think you know that was also um, you know more of a personal inspiration. Yeah, seeing seeing it happen in real life as well is always quite inspiring. <laughs> I imagine. Um, I come from a, f- a family, and to some extent, of entrepreneurs. My dad started his own, and my grandfather started a pork pie factory. Um, so it's kind. Of, I get to some extent it's in the blood, and um, yeah, I, I, drew, I drew inspiration from them too. Fab. So, what would a normal working day look like for you, if there is such a thing? Yeah, it's quite varied at the moment because we're um, we're fundraising, so I'm spending a lot of time uh, not something I want to be doing, but a lot of time with investor decks and meeting angel investors. Um, but um, we're also heavy in uh, working on development um, of our new. Uh, well, we've got two apps, but one is for consumers, um, and that, so that's taking up a lot of my time at the moment, uh, helping kind of design it, user test, and um, speak to customers. Um, you know, we're only a small team still, so. Um, this, uh, unfortunately, I've still got a fair amount of administration uh, just in keeping the business going. Um, and you know, some of that you know, has, thankfully, the heavy lifting has been uh, helped by various tools, one of which is Clearbooks um, for bookkeeping and uh, you know, liaising with, with my uh, accountants and things like that. So, um, you know, thank, you know, that is part of my kind of day. Um, but, uh, yeah, just about managing, I think, in terms of time, but looking to take someone on uh, after we fundraise because it's... Um, coming pretty busy now mm, well, that's great news um, so just touching on what you said there about how tools like Clearbooks do help the business I mean how would you say it, it's changed how you do your accounts um, if at all yeah so when I started I didn't have a clue about accounts um, and I, I we've got some accountants and we pay them a monthly fee and but you know I chose not to I chose to do our own bookkeeping um, and when I first started, I think we used, uh, I just used kind of Microsoft Excel. And Clearbooks was recommended to me by a friend uh, at a company called Highspace. And because um, I noticed that he'd invoiced me using that. And I was like, what's this all about? And um, so I, yeah, got my head around it, set it up. And it's, I mean, it really has, I, the way I kind of, uh, I do my bookkeeping is I do it every kind of Saturday morning. And I just go through what we spent for the week and, um, and our earnings and just have a regular routine. Um, and I whack it into Clearbooks, and it's so it's so useful for me because uh, certainly at the moment with fundraising, I can click a button and I've downloaded a profit and loss forecast um, for the year or for the last kind of two years. Uh, you know, really easy to show that, and you can make lots of kind of pretty graphs if you need to. Um, so as long as you're in a routine, I think of uh, regularly you know doing your bookkeeping, it you save so much time. It's it is, it's you know really really useful. Excellent. Uh, and lastly, uh, Sam, last question for you. Uh, what advice would you give to anyone who's um, thinking of starting their own business or has just started their own business? Uh, I mean, I guess the advice I can give is, is more from a technical, you know, a digital business or technical um, business. I haven't really, I don't have much experience with bricks and mortar, although I think it's in, uh, interesting. Um, so I'd say that if you've got an idea, um, just try and get something up, even if it's ugly. Um, and you're maybe even a bit ashamed of your first version. Um, it doesn't really matter. Just get get something out there. Um, met, try and get it in front of some users, and um, and try and um, you know, if, if, I don't know, whatever your idea is, try and prove whether it's you know it's got legs um, as quickly as possible and as cheaply as possible. Um, and and stop talking about it as well. I'd say um, a lot of people talk about this stuff, and I think just you know just get on and and get something out there. So maybe make a few mistakes along the way, but get going sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. I think if you speak to anyone who's started their own business, um, 
that you, you know they've all made mistakes, um, sometimes catastrophic, and uh, it's just part and parcel of it. And you know you you kind of either got to laugh about them or certainly learn from them um, and and keep going. And um, so no, I think um, and also um, I think sometimes a lot of people um, forget it's just you know it, enjoy the challenge. Um, you know it, it's incredibly it's incredibly tough. Um, you know. Emotionally, it will test every aspect of you, but um, it's also very rewarding at the same time. So enjoy the highs, and um, um, but also you, you expect lots of you know the lows as well. So it's, it's not easy. Okay, nice rounded uh, view there. That's fantastic. Thanks, Sam. Um, it's been really great speaking to you um, today. So where can we direct people to if they want to find out a little bit more about OpenPlay? Uh, yeah, just go to openplay.co.uk and the site's live. Um, and if you make an account then uh, in about two months' time, we're then going to start doing all the work for you. So if you, all you have to do is sign up. Um, then after that, if you, once you start saying your interest, we're going to start suggesting activities you can do and how you make it easy to book them or venues if you want that um, uh, in a local area. We're concentrating on London at the moment and specifically um, uh, West London and South London. Um, but, um, but yeah, all I can say is go to openplay.co.uk and please send us some feedback um, because we're constantly trying to refine it and it's certainly not perfect at the moment. Um, so all ears basically and it's, it's built for other people, not for us. Excellent. Okay, thanks so much, Sam. Um, and thanks so much for anyone who's been listening. Um, we'll be adding podcasts to our website every month from now on. So make sure you uh, join us again and keep your eyes out for the next one. Uh, so we'll be talking to more and more of our business users about how they make their business success. Thanks. <laughs>